still really good but when he was younger before he had a kid you know he was he was in a band when he was like fifteen sixteen yeah and he you know had to go to work to provide and all that stuff all right thank you let me get it where is where is where is what's up bored people of the world that are watching this podcast um this is just joking and we are sponsored by Blue Couch Studios. We're in the studio today. It's 10 a.m. It's pretty early. I learned one thing this week. I can wake up for a podcast, but not for class. So that's okay. But we got a, a special guest today. All of our guests are special, you know, needs, whatever it could be. But uh, we got uh, the host of the Tuesday Night Cellar Dweller Trivia. We got the host of Kendall's Open Mic on Thursday nights. believe that's in Tulsa, Broken Arrow area. Funny guy. Um, I think he told me, I don't know if he wants to say it out loud, but he is a, uh, what's that dude's name? Uh, John Jones lover. He loves everything John Jones says. Uh, <laughs> no, we got JV Watkins, everybody. What's up, JV? What up, handsome? Hey, hey man. You're going to make my face all red so early on. It's Alex Jones. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, Alex Jones. It's Alex Jones. No, I don't love everything Alex Jones <laughs> does. It was just, he was... A source of information for me when I was younger, like before he lost his goddamn mind, it was like mm-hmm. it looks like he's gonna have a heart attack on every video and podcast. I, I, oh my god, dude, his face would get beat red. Yeah, yelling. like he is—he's looked old his entire time on camera. Like he's a—he—he's his aging has slowed down, but for some reason it was crazy. Like he looked fifty years old when he was like thirty-five. Like he's looked old for a long That's time. Stressed, it is, dude. Yeah, like it's. I watched a lot of his stuff back in the day, and I had to stop watching it because it was like I was having trouble leaving the house and stuff. Because not really leave the house, but I go out there and I'm like, "The fucking man's watching us, man. We can't, we can't do this. Like the poisoning the water, turning the frogs gay type of shit." <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. So you had a stoplight just flipping off the camera. Up yeah, there. right. I, 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 I still flip off the fucking uh, streetlight cameras, but <laughs> I'm a goddamn teenager. But uh, yeah, dude, I would watch his stuff all the time and just. It was so furiously angry every day, and I get his point of what he's trying to do, but to me, I can't live my life like that. Like mm-hmm. You can't spend every day out there just screaming in the fucking wind, just, this is horse shit. I mean, it is horse shit, and there's a lot of things wrong with the world, but it's you're not going to have any joy in life. You're like, you get to fucking relax and just go out and do some, do some shit and not just be angry at absolutely everything. Cause that's, yeah, or else you're going to turn, you're going to dive a fucking, you know. A grabber at fifty. I bet it's hard to have fun if you're just in, in, engulfed into that world, right? Yeah. And now that he's famous for being that guy, like no matter where he goes, I've even seen videos of restaurants where he's someone walks up to him, "Hey, Alex Jones, we talk about Twin Towers," and he's, "God damn a government!" And then he's just fucking screaming at the camera and just being a <laughs> lunatic. And uh, oh, man, <laughs> that poor guy. He had the right idea, but he just fucked it all up. He's mm-hmm. he's crazy as shit. Do you think that Kanye West is Jesus reincarnated? <laughs> no. There is there is a weird conspiracy with Kanye that uh okay, I don't know my Bowie that well, but Bowie was mm-hmm. talking about the emergence of the star child, whoever that may be. And there was the uh, I think there was some clues that were like he emerges, he comes to the popularity in like the early 2000s or something like that and the, on the cover of one of Con- of cover one of Bowie's albums. Uh, that was talking about it. There was a um, uh, a sign in the background for like some mm-hmm. restaurant that was called K West. Oh no, kidding! Uh, it Maybe it's just crazy coincidence, but there's you, you can look it up. I wish I knew more about it, but there's there's some weird shit about 
uh, Bowie heralding the, um, <laughs> the Antichrist that is Kanye West. <laughs> oh, God, Nick. Yeah. Oh, man, let's not jump into that. Yeah. But uh, lizard people, man. Lizard people, okay. I, I'd like for you to let me know. I didn't know you were so much of a, like, uh, what's the word here? I don't want to just, I would never want to just say you're a conspiracy theorist, but you look at the things that are interesting that, that uh, not many people b- were believed to be true. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, totally. I, I, I like to pick up on stuff like that, like mm-hmm. the reptilians. Of, of ancient are fascinating. There's mentions of it in uh, the the Bible and all the holy books. And there's, I think the the even better record of that these things may have actually may have actually existed was like like the Sumerians and the Egyptians and all these different cultures. The Clintons. The, the Clintons. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about the goddamn Clintons. No, no, I really. I can if I don't want to. I <laughs> like living actually. Truly. Yeah, right. Yeah. I enjoy life. I'd rather just keep breathing. I get it. God damn, I, I got to throw in something here. I, I believe Hillary has had like over 20 or 30 uh, of, her, of her bodyguards have been murdered. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, right. I know, dude. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you know too much. Mm-hmm. Bodyguards see something they shouldn't see. You that's know? fucking right. That's right, dude. Oh, God damn. What was I talking about? Okay, so, yeah, um, but yeah like there's like hieroglyphics and uh, just inscriptions and depictions of these uh, these upright lizard beings. You know, like it's a, it's humanoid, so it's human form but it has like a lizard head and claws and shit like that mm-hmm. it's terrifying and uh they have these you'll see them in these uh, uh hieroglyphics and paintings and just inscriptions from different cultures that are separated by thousands of miles that and thousands of years that wouldn't have, these cultures wouldn't have anything to do with each other like yeah. let's say this is before the silk road for the his- historians out there yeah right like yeah right it's uh let's say like the um the incans and the Sumerians, they have nothing. There's no reason any of the, they would have nothing to do with each other whatsoever. But they have, they both have depictions of these lizard people. Yeah, and they're both holding like this, like a, a what looks like a purse and a pine cone. Which is weird. It's weird. It I don't, weird. I don't know what the purse is, but there's a lot of people that believe that the pine cone is the uh, pineal gland that's in the human brain. Yeah, so. yeah, that's crazy that we would have something like that in our mind. I know. Dude, do you so. think that when um when our body is realizing that that we're about to die? That it does release what's in the pineal gland, and to at least assist us in a in a not so painful way out. I know? like to think that that would be nice. It would yeah. be like we ain't going to use the rest of this juice, so let's dump it and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> let's see what the fuck happens. Let's get high one last let's, time. Let's take a ride. Yeah, let's go for <laughs> it. <laughs> what I like is that, um, like you were saying, these civilizations that are separated by thousands of years and just thousands of miles in itself, mm-hmm. they all built their own type of pyramid-esque structure. I know, right? Dude, we're finding new ones all the time. Like yeah. it's, uh, there's ones that are being discovered right now. We have this new like radar, this top-down radar that they've been using to uh, uh, basically scan the Amazon and just these rainforests that are too mm. thick for humans to traverse, too dangerous, and we're finding fucking pyramids in these jungles. That they're, it's incredible, dude. It's yeah. incredible. It's really exciting shit. Yeah. It really is. And inside uh, those pyramids, there's lizard people on the wall. Who? Yeah, right. I know. I know. On the wall. Yes, I know. <laughs> you're, you're riling me up here. They're turning the frogs gay. You're turning the fucking frogs gay. <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> Some crazy freaking stuff, dude. It yeah, really dude. is. I love it. So I want to ask you, did you did you start comedy during the COVID year? Uh, I, or was it it was, okay, this is, this is my little, I've been at it just only two years this month. 
I think my second anniversary was the first of March, like maybe the fifth of March, but it's awesome. I'm just over two years and it's, um, uh, I, it was during COVID. It's my stupid little sad, sad sack backstory. I was going to TCC, trying oh, to better my life. That's mean. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bixby North, as we all call it, because I went to fucking Bixby, but Bixby North. And um, uh, I was going to TCC, trying to better my life, because I hated my hated work, and I hated my life, and mm-hmm. I was single, and I didn't have any fucking friends. And so I did what any single friendless dope does. I got a cat. Oh, and there you I, go. I had a fucking awesome, awesome cat. Uh, he was black. And his name was Bubba Lagosi, and I fucking loved. He was adorable, super smart, great cat, and uh, he was my homie. And he cheered me up, and I felt like living again. And he got hit by a goddamn car right before, like three days before Christmas, and uh, and then COVID lockdown. Then that happened, fucking right after that. And I was like, "What the fuck is happening? I don't know what I'm doing." And we were locked down for about a year, and I was not doing well mentally. I was ready to fucking end it. I'm not going to lie. And uh, I was like, well, uh, life sucks. School sucks. I'm doing fine. I was doing fine at school. I just hated it. I was going towards a business degree. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? I don't want to sell the things. I don't want to be in retail. I don't want I, I to own a business. I just want to make more money. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, uh, That's but, what I'm doing. I'm going for a business degree. Yeah, nice. Okay. I just think... I mean, I just think that knowing some of that will help me with other things in life. To, yeah. To think in the sense of like, let's say I know you host mics. Let's say yeah. one day I host a mic and I need to, uh, I need to figure out a way to get people to come to the mic. Yeah. You know, the stuff I've learned in marketing and and uh, other things could probably assist me on social media to help me right. try my best to at least get people to come. And uh, one day, if I you know get the financial means to have my own business, it would be cool to. Use some of that information. Obviously, none of my teachers are watching this. Hopefully, <laughs> but um, I don't just read. I don't read the six hundred page textbook. I, a lot of that's like, oh, Quizlet. How do I answer? Right. This? You know what I mean? Uh, but did you finish your school? Your no, schooling? I did not. No, I uh, I discovered comedy and I dropped out of school because mm. like I was like, this is the fucking happiness that I need right now. Like it's ridiculous because it's not monetarily viable for you know living, but mm-hmm. it's like I this is what I fucking needed. I, I was going to school, hated my life, wanted to end it, and I went, went to comedy because I'm like, I wanted to be, I've always wanted to try comedy. Yeah. And uh, uh, I always wanted to try comedy because I loved it. I the, Some of the shit that comedians have said, the George Carlins and Bill Hicks of the world, I'm like, I hold as basically gospel. And I'm just like, man, it's, it's amazing you can get away with saying shit like this. Yeah. It's so profound and so deep, and you'll never hear it in a, you'll never see it in a book or anything like that. And I was like, I got to try this. So I went to open mic at First Shop when that was still running, and... Uh, is that the one with the upstairs? Yeah, yeah. the upstairs, uh, the upstairs uh, romper room, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, I got a couple of laughs and like that was the fucking juice I needed. I was like, oh shit, this is how was it? What, what was it feeling like after your first open mic? I felt validated. Yeah, as a human, like I felt good. It, I really felt heard. Yeah, I felt heard, and like my jokes landed, uh, not humongously. They weren't you know like standing ovation or anything. I've never had a standing ovation. And, uh, yeah, me either. But. Uh, it felt so fucking good. I was like, man, this is this is great. And then I started showing up to mics, every mic I could. And I got involved in this community. And I know I have more and stronger friends than I've ever really had in my entire life. And like I, the, the community that is uh, I'm involved with, I love so very much. Don't get me wrong. There's some really shitty people in there. But overall, yeah, some weird people the, I, got a, I got a close circle that I love dearly. And I... 
don't know how I made it this far in life without them. Dude, the community is so that's beautiful to hear that you yeah. were able to get through that dark time. Oh yeah, comedy. Yeah. You know, but uh, the community is fantastic. It is. Uh, that it? was an aspect of comedy I didn't really see coming. I've always been like kind of a loner. I work night shifts a long mm-hmm. time, and I still have a problem going to bed. I'm up late at night, so most of my hours of the day I'm alone. Yeah. So having a community of people who for so far have seemed so supportive and just so caring and nice to, to one another is it's great. It, it's a fantastic feeling. It is. I've been part of things before with multiple people in it, but I've never felt I've never felt community before. Mm-hmm. I've never felt community in my localized community or anything I was working with. Like it's uh I worked in radio for You worked in radio? Six years, five years, six years. Yeah. I worked at KMOD for five years five or six years. Oh wow. Like Big Mad Morning Show. Really? Yeah. My uh, my on air name was Cornflake. Cornflake. Yeah. Does, that, does that ring a bell? <laughs> it no, doesn't. But no, that's, it doesn't. That's yeah. Crazy. Cornflake was my on air on air persona, and it was it was me technically, but it was an extension of uh, who some of my worst personality traits were on there. Like my alcoholism was very much on display. And is uh, that by design? Yeah, not really. It's when it comes to when it comes to being on air. It's it's kind of like doing comedy. It's only kind of like doing comedy because you're, you're putting on a show for four hours a goddamn day, five oh days a week. Gosh, yeah. So it is. You take elements of your personality and you turn them up to eight, mm. not ten, because you don't want to be over the top, and you want to be over the top, and you want to be loud and have extreme opinions. But it's just it's shock jock morning radio horseshit. Yeah, yeah you want to entertain too. I'd assume. You yeah. get tired that four hours. Oh, dude, it sucks. Like it's I was bombing coffee for all four hours every day it's even when I, was, when I was having a good day i was just like just mainlining coffee in that building so you for four hours you, your voice was heard like you wasn't just a segment you were like yeah it was it was a the morning the drive hosts? morning show big mad morning show is what it was wow, called yeah. dude. what was the pay like on that awful really yeah dude i could i could have made more money at a grocery store so oh it, it came God. with it came with a lot of local fame but it didn't pay shit like i people it's weird because being locally known people just give you shit like, yeah. like they would give you, I got laid a lot. Uh, people, That's would, good. people would like, they knew I loved horror movies and people would just send me fucking horror merch all day long. And, uh, it was, it was strange, man. And if I went to a concert, people were buying me drinks and like letting me in the clubs for free. And it was, wow. it was some, it was only local. It was just Tulsa. And like, but still uh, though, man, it was, yeah, city. it was cool, but that shit ain't worth it, man. It sucks. It is. It's nice to be recognized, but at the same time, it's just it's it's over it really overrated. What what uh, like what years was this between? Ooh, let's see. Uh, two thousand. See what what years? Twenty three. Okay, yeah. so it was like two thousand. So it was ten years ago. Oh no, kidding. Ten years ago, so two thousand thirteen to uh, two thousand eighteen. I think. Wow. I was on there. Yeah, I was off air. I was behind the scenes for a year, and then I was on air for. I, I think four or five years, and it was. Did you ever, have you ever been recognized at the comedy shows? Someone like, is yeah. that cornflake? Yeah, like, yeah, like it'll be. It's only it's only happened after a show, and someone will be like, I know I recognize that goddamn voice, and I see your face now, and it's. I, I did I did a lot of ads. I think more people recognize me from fucking commercials than they do the big oh, man. Really? What show. kind of commercials were you doing? Just whatever. Like there was a there was a standard amount of uh, production you had to do that came with the position. So mm-hmm. I would do commercials for. Uh, just whatever, dude. It was like O'Reilly's and whatever local business would pay. Like I had to do a standard, a standard amount of commercials. So it wasn't like, hey, it's Cornflake, and I want to talk about this goddamn vape shop. 
even though, <laughs> even though that happened, yeah. I got endorsements, but it was you had to do radio commercials. Hey, it's Cornflake here, and uh, do you have an itchy crotch as well? Yeah, right. <laughs> Take these seven <laughs> pills, and you'll be all right. Yeah, there. Like uh, I tuned into the. To, I was working at a. Uh, a metal shop not that long ago. That's traditionally what I did before and after was just metal work. And mm-hmm. uh, they listened to the morning show all the time. And I heard my voice one day. And I was like, these cocksuckers are still using my fucking my likeness. <laughs> but it was cool. It was one of my favorite bits. It was on Friday. They had this thing. It was called, uh, they just called it Friggin' A Friday. Table D, that type of shit. And like, it was me just screaming in the background of this metal song going, Friggin' A Friggin' A Friday. <laughs> I just, I, I found some, that sounds like Cepeda when he's drunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it really does, dude. Cepeda. I love Cepeda. Yeah, he's, fucking fucking, guy. he's awesome. Bro. Yeah, he's, good, he's good people. Uh, What's the scene like now compared to when you started? It has tripled, at least in the amount of comedians. When I got, wow. when, I, when I started, it was uh, like, it seems uh, Roscoe was the one who got me really involved. It was like we had a mutual friend. I was playing. I was playing fucking Diablo one night on a yeah. PlayStation, and uh, my buddy Alex was like, hey, I, I just got back from an open mic, and I was like, it's already on my brain. I wanted to go to an open mic, but I didn't know where any were. He's like, I was like, oh, my God, tell me about it. I need all the information. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, my buddy Ryan Chastine. I'm like, Ryan. I was like, I know that fucking name. And uh, he's – so he uh, – Oh, that's Roscoe's legal name? Roscoe's legal name is Ryan Chastine. Okay. Fucked up thing is – uh, Roscoe and I both went to Bixby High School. Roscoe's a couple years older than me. And, uh, excuse me. Roscoe's a couple years older than me, and uh, I was my senior year of high school. We had this fucking uh, uh, dope of a history teacher. It was like this, this fucking meathead coach. who was a history teacher. Wait, and what was his name? Federline was okay. his name. Yeah. Because my girlfriend went to Bixby, and her dad teached for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you nice. said meathead. I was like, uh oh. What was his name? Uh, Ravenscroft. Don't know him. That's yeah. a cool fucking name. Yeah. It's not his first Ravenscroft. Name. Yeah, they have like a freaking, there's a, they have a, a castle in, in Scotland. The Ravenscroft. Goddamn better if you got a name like Ravenscroft. I know, right? Holy shit, that's awesome. It's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. Uh, okay. Well, you were saying. Uh, dope dope Federline yep. was off one day, and I was my senior year of high school, and then he's like, they sent in a sub one day, and it's goddamn Roscoe. Walks in dressed how Roscoe was dressed now, no but, but with kidding. a sport coat. I'm like, this fucking dope is my <laughs> this this fucking moose. This guy that I see in the fucking halls. Uh, this this Coca Cola polar bear. Yes, yeah, Coca Cola polar bear. <laughs> yes, exactly. Cocaine polar bear. Should I say? Really. He just read from the history book. And like, okay, and he, but him in a sport coat trying to look professional. <laughs> it's like, fucking serious. Okay. So Roscoe looks like a biker, but I know he's never been on a bike in his entire life. Oh, right, dude. Okay, uh, my favorite roast of Roscoe, uh, I didn't even come up with. It was mm-hmm. uh, it was Little Archibald, who's uh, he's been out for a little bit, but yeah, Little Archibald, so that Roscoe looks like <laughs> Roscoe looks like Fred Flintstone joined a Beastie Boys cover band. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, dude, that's good, dude. <laughs> oh God damn it, that's so good. Oh my God, Ro- yeah, Roscoe looks like he dyes his hair white. Is he old? Like, what? Why is his yeah, hair he's, all white? Yeah, he's uh, well, it's actually the top of his head. He has hair and no, it has kidding. color. He just never takes his goddamn hat off. Oh wow! So, yeah, he. Uh, it's just slowly, like from the from the chin up. Yeah, it's weird. Lightning. It's weird. Yeah, he's too much like John Jones or John Jones. I can't even get it right. Too Alex, much Jones. Alex Jones, man. What's that? I think John Jones was a. He's a fighter. Yeah. Dude. Okay, that's right. Uh, Greatest of all time. Yeah. 
nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's him right there, man. Uh, in the flesh. How do you like this camera up here? We got this. We got the bird's eye view. It's, it's beautiful. Top. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm sitting weird because uh, it's comfortable. But I'm I, definitely sitting. I, I look keep on looking at my shoulders like all down. I'm like, uh oh, let me. Yeah. Right. Straight. I got girls watching this show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. give a fuck. I, I'm engaged, so yeah, it's a second. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. yeah. So when did you get engaged? I got engaged just before Thanksgiving, and I knocked her up right before Christmas. Ooh. So, yeah. Oh, oh no. You already hear a 20-minute mark. Okay. Around the time of that. Okay. show tonight because I got the guy with the, the gender neutral haircut to fit in <laughs> and I posted on YouTube and some guy said stealing Theo Vaughn's content and I go yeah I stole the hoodie from Kohl's I stole this I'm just a thief right you know? okay. yeah you gotta be careful with that like I've come up with jokes that were <laughs> I know this from somewhere and yeah it's original and then I do it and then someone's like hey this is from that like, okay thanks for that you gotta drop it oh I definitely so you can rework it but yeah I definitely didn't plan it I just was speaking like I just got on stage yeah. so I just wanted to say a few things as part of my set and that just came out you yeah. know and I realized oh that's Theo Vaughn's name I never even thought about that yeah okay good I watched some Theo Vaughn movies not gonna lie not my favorite but he's, he's got some good jokes some of his I think some of his clips that are pretty funny yeah, yeah. He's, he's my guy man he's yeah. my guy I love his he's, I like his podcast too man just his conversational humor he's conversationally really funny yeah. I don't care if it's improv no I don't I really don't either yeah. It's, it's sentence pretty strange, but like his, the way he can play dumb, mm-hmm. like just like act like he doesn't know a word and then describe that word in so many different strange ways you've never heard of before, if that makes sense. Yeah. He's kind of like his own like Theo dictionary. Okay, right. Like yeah. Explaining right. it. Like, for example, like it, I guess an igloo. He's like, well, there's like little, uh, there's like snow structures, those like, uh, those like ancient looking like blocks of the pyramids. And the guy's like, an igloo? He's like, oh, yeah. That was horrible, but he does it yeah, funny. Yeah, right. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's do this. Let's get it. Yeah, that's my guy, man. Theo Vaughn. Scenery. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, I was going to ask you that. So, okay. Uh, you can ask on the pod if you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. More minutes for the game. So we would like to actually, we'd like to go ahead and do an ad read. You know, this podcast is getting so many hits all over the web. You know, we got to go ahead and start making some money. Yeah. So uh, I guess I'll start off. Uh, Never mind, you start off. Okay. (laughs) Nothing. You do an ad read. I used Mm -hmm. to, I used to do these. Okay. Five or six a day. It's been a minute, so let's do this. You got them, bro. All right. All right. The face of Sky Camera. All right. Blue Couch Studios. For all your podcasting, recording, and all-around nice hang, call Blue Couch Studios. Are you looking to record a podcast? Are you looking to record an instrument? To get that YouTube... No, nope. X that. <laughs> this is how we, I saw how I do it. I had to edit it, too, so I, I would fuck it up a thousand times You're and then good. just go in and go for the good shit. You're good. Uh, you looking to record an instrument? We've got a drum set here. A, sol- a fine selection of nice guitars from Martin, Ibanez, and Mini Taylor Guitars. Call Blue Couch Studios at 405-990-6688. That's Blue Couch Studios, 405-990-6688. Wow, dude, that was good. <laughs> that was good. I have to give it a shot now. I okay, have to yeah. Give it a shot. You want to do it? Let's yeah. See. These are just the fucking bullet points I got if you want to do that. but Whatever you want to do. Yeah. All right. Oh, God, dude. I don't even know where to start anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> copy exactly what you said. Looking to record a podcast? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, um, <laughs> God, dude, God. Slap some cheese on that bitch, dude. Do it, yeah. Everyone's uh, got that barfy radio voice somewhere in there. <laughs> Do it. <clears throat> Are you local from t- the Tulsa area? The 918 zip code? Are you a musician? Local artist? Comedian? Well, we have a place for you, Blue Couch Studio, a place where you can stop in, record a podcast. Oh, my fucking camera just died. Camera died, whatever. <laughs> uh, st- where you can, my voice is, oh, I'm going to get deeper. <clears throat> where you can uh, stop in, record a podcast. Okay, yeah, I fucked that. I got that. <laughs> it's all right. I can't do that. Dude. Oh, good, dude. I'm going to do one off the top of my head. Yeah. Okay. Let me, oh, shit. Okay. Just go to sleep? That's weird. And we're back. Um, is your dick not working? <laughs> there you go. Do you have trouble getting it up at night? Are you are you tired and already used all the excuses you got to your woman? Well, I have a solution for you. Blue Chew. One pill a day, keep you erect for 48 hours straight. <laughs> Blue Chew at BlueChew.com. Use sponsor code BLUE to get 40% off. Nice. That's mine right there. See, dude, for real... Uh Look, I'm turning fucking forty this year, and not gonna Ooh. lie. Yeah, I know, right? The uh, the dick pills are amazing, by the way. Like, because sometimes, sometimes I've had a little, I've drank a bit much because I, I I like the booze, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. it happens. So, dude, the fucking for real dick pills, lifesaver. Oh my god, like uh, uh what was it? I'm not on Blue Chew. I've done Blue Chew before. Tastes horrible. Oh, god, they're fucking it? disgusting. They're oh, it's so nasty. I would just like break it in half and just swallow the tablet. Is it chalky? Oh, it's. Yeah, it's of course it's a pill. It's very chalky, but it's mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, it's just a horrible taste, and it's hard to wash out too. Especially if you're about to about to get fucking busy, 
you got the your mouth tastes like medicine. <laughs> it's gonna taste like medicine to her too. So heads up. That's you know? a good point. So I you go, use it while you got it, man. But yeah, the fucking for dude, later I've, in life, the fucking dick pills are amazing. I've already used one before. Yeah, right. And okay, this, good. this was so the, the story behind this is I'd met this girl at Amazon. She was a mom. Yeah. She was like twenty nine, had a few kids, and uh, we had been talking. We were friends, and we we're kind of hitting it off. And one night at like midnight, she texts me like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I already know where this is going, yeah. dude. So I jump up. You know, I use my Manscaped at manscaped.com, <laughs> a promo code blue. I use my Manscaped. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I have this Viagra that my buddy, or no, it's a Cialis. He yeah. like made his own Cialis and put it in a, in a little canister. Yeah, he was a, he was a like, what is it, like a nutrition freak. He'd make okay. all of his own supplements and stuff. Nice. So he gave me this, uh, <laughs> this damn Cialis. And I pop it on the way over there. And um, I'm, I get there. I'm, like, smoking a joint before I go in. Yeah. I'm walking up. And I swear to you, bro, before I even got to the doorstep, like, it was re- I was ready to go. Yeah, right. Like, I, I was just ready. And it, it worked, man. It, it worked. Even after – I don't want to get too sexual in here. But even after, like, first and second round, it just wouldn't go away. I know. I it knew. It's amazing. It was. And I got a call back, which is what I was hoping for. So. Yeah, good. Fuck yeah. yeah. It works. Fuck yeah, dude. That shit's uh, – it's – it's incredible. Medical technology is uh, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> Our dad just in there listening, like, what the? Yeah. Fuck? <laughs> what the hell is going on right Your now? Your dad seems pretty cool. He really yeah, does. He, yeah. He's a cool guy. He yeah. really is. Hell yeah. Blue Couch Studios. Fine. Blue, what up, you? They don't give a shit. So I don't great. do that anymore. So <laughs> get a rare ad read from the old fucking old drunk cornflake. Old cornflake, oh, yeah. baby. <laughs> Love that man. Hell For yeah. real. So we were talking earlier, Theo Vaughn. Yeah. So what happened last night, guys, I actually, I had my first paid gig um, at the New Orleans Laugh Place. What is it? Oh, that's a Go Theater? Yeah, Go. I haven't been there yet. It's spelled, it's spelled French-wise, yeah, Go, Gox like G-A- like G-E-A-U-X, Go, yeah, so. Very weird. I haven't been there yet, but it's the old movie theater in Broken Arrow, mm-hmm. right? It was, it was cool, dude. Cool. I, I did a show last week, which I guess was also a paid gig, but it was at a bar called Martini's Lounge. Yeah. Right. I, that, that place was awesome. I was on the show with um, with Brian Dixon and I think um, is his name Preston Sly. I think Preston Pre- fucking Sly. I yeah, love that. Dude, he's my, he's my homie, dude. I love that guy. Preston Sly was on there. I've seen him. He's been giving me a little like some shaded. He's been giving me some shit on Facebook here and there from what happened. He does Sella's that. He's level. a goddamn troll, dude. dude like, he do. In person, he's quiet and everything, and then he gets on Facebook and he's just he's just tearing people. He just to pieces. gets sweaty. Yeah, he does, dude. <laughs> uh, I love him. I love. He's I, I like, love I love comedy, but I hate people who call out the audience. Right. I'm like, all right, Preston. We all know who you're talking about. Right. It's Monday. He does that. Well, you're. He's. I'm surprised he didn't call you out specifically. Honestly, like, he's, at, he, like at me. And yeah, stuff. at you. I'm surprised I he didn't. Appreciated at you. that. I yeah. really would have. I, I was just scrolling through Facebook. I was like, bro, really coming yeah. at me right now? Yes. Yes. Well, but the you know, last night I did my first show and I went up on stage and I was just gonna like bullshit for a minute. I had a few ideas. Like I saw a tip bucket and I wanted to. Bring, I wanted to act like I like I used a tip bucket, like, okay, guys, here's a tip bucket. And I started like taking my hoodie off and undressing and stuff. Yeah. But uh, I go up there, and the first thing I say is, uh, I go, This is a, you know, it's March, this is a women's only show, but you know, I got invited. And I turned around, like, shook my hair. I was like, I got the gender neutral haircut, you know, I fit the bill, you mm-hmm. know, that's why I'm here. And I posted that short on, um, I don't know, I'm staring at this camera. I posted that short on YouTube, <laughs> and like within an hour, some guy was like stealing Theo Vaughn's uh, jokes, huh? Yeah, dude. Just, I didn't mean to steal his joke. All right, it just slipped out. Yeah, it happens, but it wasn't know. in my like set list to take that joke. I've 
I've done that a couple times. I haven't posted on YouTube, but I've I've slipped out with someone's joke that fit the moment. I'm like, shit, that was. But I'll I've done it on stage a few times, but then I'll be like, ah, that's not my jokes. They don't laugh at that, whatever. Or I'll. Um, that is the time though. Like when there's a moment that arises, that yeah. it'll slip it's out. It's fucking perfect. Yeah, like it's a. I've done a, a, a Bill Burr joke or two accidentally because I fucking love Bill Burr. He's, mm-hmm. he's one of my favorites. And, um, but trying to take credit for it, that's that you know that's technically plagiarism. So you got to watch out for shit like that. Imagine so. afterward, I was like, yeah, that's my joke. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no shit. Right. <laughs> I did it first. Theo's thief. Yeah, yeah Theo's yeah. thief. Dude, for real, like plagiarism is fucking ridiculous. Like it's, uh, <clears throat> you'll notice the more you do comedy, like if you're a fucking meme lord like I am, and mm-hmm. you're just constantly on the internet all the time, and it's, uh, you'll notice comedians taking memes and turning them into one of their jokes, mm. or like a place that I've noticed. I probably even shouldn't say this because this is my source, but it's a uh, a place that I've noticed a lot of jokes are stolen from is uh, the subreddits jokes on reddit like you know it's r slash jokes mm-hmm. i've seen some people take some shit that is word for word off the internet that got twenty thousand upvotes on reddit yeah like and they'll do it on stage that i've seen in tulsa wow. i'm like god damn this is horrible this is so fucking stupid and it just of course it crushes with the crowd yeah yeah but dude you can't i can't let that shit slide i've called people out before dude i've actually when when i was like see i don't do you write do you like get note and pen and write your jokes? I do traditionally. It's uh, I've been more reliant on the phone this past year, but yeah, like I, sure. the better way for me to work something out is on paper. Like I have this, like I, I got an idea for whatever, just whatever idea. I sit down and I'm, I'll write the headline, and then for some reason, manually writing it out, I can process it better with my brain. It's Interesting. like it's I, like I can I can type it out on my phone, fine and. No, no big deal. I can get the, the bullet points that I need or I can flesh it out yeah. a little bit more. But yeah. for some reason, writing, slowing down and taking the time to actually physically write it on paper helps my brain. It's just, it's my, my brain is just jumping around and I'm like backflipping and like going like, what if we do this? And what if we do yeah, this? Exactly. And like, since I'm slowing down to write, my brain's got more time to think about what is happening and the more weird shit that I can do with this. See, I, uh, I, what, I was, what I was getting at is I lay in bed and think about jokes because mm-hmm. I cannot sleep. Bro. Yeah. I have a serious problem with going to bed. And I lay there and always when I'm laying, like almost every single night, if I'm not listening to something, I lay there and I think about being on stage and just yeah. telling jokes. Right. And so something new will come to my mind I never thought of before. And I'll think it out and I'll type it in my phone, you know, like like you're saying. Yeah. But the, but the best way I work out my jokes is practicing what I had written down in the mirror and then letting myself just riff mm-hmm. as I'm doing it because I'm not on stage yet. Yep. Then I flesh out. Then I all of a sudden I'm finding more material. I'm finding new jokes. So that's kind of how I do it. The only time I've actually, like I probably have like 10 minutes. So I don't have too much material. But the only time I've actu- actually ever written something down, I was doing about dopamine. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, I'm learning about this and I find it interesting. How can I make this funny? And on the first page, I, st- I, I wrote down Amish strip club. Yeah. And I was like, hold on. <laughs> this is way funnier than fucking dopamine. Let yeah, me see what right. this does. So that was one of the only jokes I can say that I actually on pen and paper writ, wrote down, and then I worked that joke out in the mirror. I had a simple idea, and I worked it out in the mirror. And I actually love doing that because when I prepare for a show, I'll come up with fresh things that excite me yeah. in the mirror and then use that, and they usually work. I noticed that when you use a joke for the first time, it works the best usually. Usually, because you're excited about it, and you're, yeah. you're telling it, but... It's I mean, obviously, it could bomb. And it could be oh, yeah, totally. Idea. But, you know, like, 
that's when I come up with something new and I'm got a pretty good feeling about it, I won't do it at a show. I got to save it for a mic because technically a show is just my opinion. You're supposed to bring the best of what you got to that show because these people are paying to be there. You're right. Now, we can take it to seller and get shit faced and bullshit, like I, which is one of my favorite things to do. Is just yeah. go up there and just just sling horrible shit at the audience, and uh, it's great. I, lo- I love doing that. <laughs> it's like but, a monkey, dude. But yeah, and see what fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna sling shit at people, and <laughs> yeah. if they if they giggle, then cool. I'm taking that. I'm gonna work on it, and uh, yeah, use it later. But it's uh. uh where I was going with this. <laughs> See, where I, I was going with something I completely forgot. When I lay in bed and think about something, sometimes I will, I'll, I'll let, my, sometimes I'll remember a comment I seen under a post that was funny. Yeah. Like right. if I want to do it, like a relevant topic, like John Morant getting caught with the, with the gun like mm-hmm. in the, in the, on the bus, I'm thinking about it and all of a sudden I think about that first comment I found funny. I'm like, well, I can't say that. It's hilarious. Right. That's someone else's joke. Right. Completely. And what if they saw it? What if somebody else, they're going to call me out. You know? Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah. It's uh, the something I learned on the fucking radio is is the public does not forget anything like mm. you uh, some tiny little nuance that happened on air or it was in a post or something like that. And if it was if it was an idea stolen from a post, it's just it was 10 years ago. Someone in the audience is going to recognize that. Mm. Let's say let's say hypothetically you take a joke. You still you stole some obscure ass post. Let's just say hypothetically. You, yeah. You, yeah. You, you take a comment and you're like. I'm fucking taking this, and this is hilarious, and no one saw it. It got zero upvotes. I'm taking this. Um, Ten years from now, someone's going to goddamn find it. Yeah. It is, the internet goes nowhere. And like, uh, the audience is, uh, they're basically, the mentality of the people out there and the audience and the internet is the mentality of 4chan, if you've ever been there, which is never forgive, never forget, and they will never fucking forget. Like wow. they will find everything about you. So yeah, and it just you takes, gotta be careful, bro. Yeah. It just—I mean, if you're like uh, you know big in the public eye and you get caught just once or twice for for jacking a joke, you're yeah. you're probably done. Dude. Yeah. What's the last time you heard about Carlos Mencia? Oh, I haven't heard anything about him. Exactly. I just recently watched him stealing jokes. I yeah, watched I know. Joe Rogan call him out for it. That's yeah, an incredible is, clip, dude. I it's loved a, that, dude. Yeah, Rogan had his friends back. So. Yeah. Right. So it's Mencia. The balls on that guy. I know. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> Forget about it. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I'm working on my Marcus impersonation. Oh, fucking Marcus. I, I love Marcus. He's Ooh, a, me too. Uh, what we got here? That so, one, uh, that's done. It's done? Okay, yeah, cool. It's an iPhone memory full. Oh, good. Okay. We um, got these, though. Cool. Uh, yeah, Marcus is fucking great. He's he's surprisingly clean for being for having that persona of the, uh, of the tough Italian fucking mm-hmm. East Coast guy. Like, he's surprisingly clean. He does clean shows. Like He it's, does. He yeah. doesn't cuss, dude. He yeah. really doesn't. He's fucking... Like, I didn't want to like him off the top. Like, there's like, he's Marcus. Everyone loves Marcus. I'm like... I, I have this mentality that if everyone likes somebody going into a situation, I immediately hate that person. <laughs> okay. I've always yeah. been like that. I get it from my fucking mom. She's mm-hmm. like... She just walks into a room and if, some, if there's like some celebrity amongst this fucking group right here... Mom's just like no, no. They, they, they got to earn my fucking you know my respect, and I'm like that too. I got it from her, and it's uh, uh, typically I'm right, honestly. Even though everyone loves this person, and then uh, I can warm up to them, but typically I, I if I got a bad intuition about someone, then I'm fucking right. Basically, what he's telling you, Marcus, he just doesn't like you, man. He's I better. I was wrong about Marcus. <laughs> okay. I love Marcus. He's fucking awesome. So, dude, I watched. Yeah. Um, who is it, dude? Who's the Italian comedian? The guy. The Italian. Comedian. The Italian. Uh, what is his name? In my brain, it's uh, he's not Italian. He's New York, but uh, Vic 
DiBetetto. He's fucking hilarious. Oh, uh, not the one I'm talking about. The Italian. He's just that. Uh, he just does all. I don't know. I, I, I watched this guy. Though. I wish I remember his name. I, but it's Marx's favorite comedian. Okay. And when I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah I can see. There's a lot. There's a lot of. Of uh, that guy and Marcus, you know, yeah. like you can tell he looked up to him. Like yeah. I didn't have, I didn't grow up watching much like Netflix specials or comedy in that sense. I watched just like South Park, right? Family yeah. Guy, Love American South Park. Dad, just Love all religiously that shit. watched that. Yeah. So my my humor is very like offensive. Like I like the humor that people don't like. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I like going against what people are like. No, you can no longer say that. That's outlaw. You'll be canceled. I'm just like, nah, bro. Fuck it. Yeah. It's it's tough. It's a tough spot because it's. Uh, I love, uh, really, I love really fucking off kilter, tasteless jokes a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. But my issue with this, I, I've done some really ra- racy and. I've done a couple of racist jokes too, just to fucking just to get under people's skin, mm-hmm. and they didn't land. And I was like, "Why the fuck can't I not do this?" And then I see people. I think like, it's the beanie is why you can't. No, it's the fucking bald head is what it is. <laughs> it's, it's the fucking bald head. Is people just like this fucking cocksucker? He's <laughs> he's a Nazi because his head is shaved. I just don't have hair, bro. That's all. So, um, but no, there's people like uh, uh, Zach Amon, local local guy Zach mm-hmm. Amon. I, I fucking love Zach. He does Zach can get away with some of the most horrible shit you've ever heard in your entire life. And he's the, the thing is he's so fucking likable. Like is. he's so likable. And I think he, he, I think frankly, he's just a better writer than I am. Cause he's like, you can say some horrible shit, but I think if the joke is actually good, then mm-hmm. you can get away with it. Going up there and just trying to offend and being a fucking douche. That's not going to land. No, not at all. So Zach gets away with some, Outrageous shit that I could never pull off. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go up there and offend anybody. Yeah. I just wrote a joke that I find funny, and then I realize after I tell a few people, like, "Oh, this isn't on a, a subject that's touchy for people." Yeah, like right. to me, it, it, it's not touchy to me, but for some people, this is probably really touchy. Like, I have an alien joke. Yeah, where I set it up, and I'm like, you know, the media tells you aliens be flying in saucers and mm-hmm. abducting people. That ain't true. The, the aliens drive Ford Escorts and work concrete. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's it. I leave it at that. But then they're like, oh, I see what he fucking did there. It's not like I go out there and I'm like, fucking aliens, dude. Yeah. Get rid of them. I don't yeah. do none of that bullshit. Right. Yeah, it's it's just an observation. It's funny. Yeah. I, also, I have a new thing I'm working on that my, my manager, Allie, she told me that I need to put aside until I get better at writing. Yeah. But this is a real, real life story. I went to Turkey Mountain to like walk my dog and yeah. stuff, and I wasn't meeting anybody there. By the right. way, right? That's it's, infamous spot back yeah. in the day. Yeah. yeah, I heard. I heard. Yeah, I was hearing about it when I was there too. Yeah, but I, I passed this this uh, black couple, and they have this um, this pit bull, this white beautiful puppy, white like blue eyed Hitler's dream of a dog. <laughs> right Jesus, there. yeah, okay. <laughs> right. And the dog runs up to me, and I uh, I, I go down to pet it, you know, and um, one of them says, "Come here, white boy." And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm sitting there and I look up and I like, I'm like feeling like, fuck, I'm in the woods, bro. I hope I didn't like, yeah. somehow do something bad. Yeah. He's like, come here, white boy. And the dog runs over there. Okay. And I'm like, no shit. So I'm like, hey, how you doing? My dog's name Fiona. That's a, a normal name. Yeah. Uh, what's your dog's <laughs> name? And they're like, white boy. And I was like, oh, okay. That's so, pretty fucking funny, white boy. It is. <laughs> <Dog's name. laughs> That's a crazy dog's name. So uh. my, my joke on that is, what if I? The suburban white right, kid right. went to the store and bought a black labradoodle. And I went out in public, and someone comes up, and they're like, oh, what's your dog's name? I'm like, oh, yeah, a black boy. That's my dog's name. Right. Yeah, That's, you, you couldn't pull that off. Yeah. yeah. I tried it. It didn't, right, work. Yeah. it didn't work very well. I got a Jesus. few laughs, but they were like, what the fuck? Well, 
okay, this is something that happened last night. I went to the uh, David Bates, Zach Amon, oh yeah, Julie dude. Drake, Sam Price, uh, uh, Garrett Barbie show at Kane's last night. It was a big fucking show. We had three hundred people show up. It was That's amazing. amazing it's a great show. It's got to be the biggest crowd Tulsa's had in a while. It's the biggest crowd Tulsa's had in a fucking while, and it actually. It being at Cane's is a big fucking deal, especially mm-hmm. for the community. It's huge. Um, so, something my the the misses and I have been talking about is um, she calls them liberal Karens, these gatekeepers of, of comedy and just content. Oh, basically, yeah, we yeah. call them, she calls them liberal Karens. I think it's a great fucking title. Me too. So, uh, Bates does a lot of really offensive oh, jokes. Like that's his shtick. That is yeah. his shtick. Yeah. And he was doing. Uh, he did some jokes. I couldn't, I can't recall the jokes, but it was, it was, the punchline was about black people or it was about Jews. And uh, during the black people jokes, black people are fucking crying, laughing, and all the, all the fucking white folks are just thinking, yeah, I don't know about that. But like the people that it's directed at, the joke that it's about are having a great fucking time. Yeah. I think the problem with cancel culture, which I think is on the way out, is my, my feeling, but Hopefully, it's. Man. Uh, it's the people that think you should be offended about this. Like this is, I'm going to be offended for you and cause a fucking problem. That's what it is. It's yeah. The people who aren't actually involved with who it's a- offending. Yeah. They're the ones saying like, wait, you can't say that. I've always been told you can't say that. This is, yeah. This is, isn't even about me, but yeah. I want to be on the fucking front stage, you know, on the front lines fighting like for they're you. Like, like they're they're acting like, yeah, they have the me. shield and they're the one right. like, I'll protect you from this evil joke monster. Right. You know, this dragon of, of, of just pure hatred. Yeah. Uh, uh, not even pure hatred it's just light ribbing and it's yeah but that's what they think I know I know but still it's it's ridiculous David it's Bates a, comes by yeah the, 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 the base dragon yeah. my joke my choice yeah. <laughs> he has my joke my choice t-shirts and I bought I one love I love it I should have worn one today that that's was awesome I, I bought one last night it's great yeah Dude, I felt. I wish I could have gone to that show. I had plans on going, but I was. I had my own, so I. Had Dude, I understood. It's there'll, there'll be more. Uh, it's a, it's a great fucking show. Oh, it did a lot for the community and uh, it impressed the Canes. So it's it's looking very good. Dude, Canes yeah. made a lot of money if they were. Trying. I'm sure they made an ass load of money. Like the, Just we, off the bar, right? Yeah, they had the bar and their little uh, food. Uh, three hundred restaurant. Yeah, three hundred oh people, dude. Because everybody got one drink. Just pretend that's five dollars. Oh God, that's in the thousands. Yeah, I paid. Uh, it was uh, six bucks of beer, and I had probably four. So, oh my yeah. gosh, they made four or five thousand dollars yeah. last night and without the, even selling tickets. Yeah, the missus had a Red Bull of water and a pretzel, and it was a fucking solid two-hour show. So and great. A lot of people, dude. So, dude, my ignorant ass thought everybody was doing five minutes last night. Mm. I, I went there and. Uh, this is off, by the way. We're, we're done now at this point. Okay. But I went up there, and I was like, yeah, guys, it's all going to be five minutes, five comedians. They're like, really? It's a short show. I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know. And then I get there, and she's like, all right, you're going first. You're going to do five, and then it's 20, 20, 25. I'm like, oh, that makes way more sense. Yeah. Like, right. I learned something. I was like, hold on. Yeah. I'm brand new into this shit. That's why 